Hello, everyone, and welcome to the pod. We got a unique one tonight. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That's Dave raising the roof. Raising the roof. Um, this yep, is. I am down in my dungeon and in my basement. Yeah, this is, this is kind of crazy upstairs right now. We just finished spelling test. Yeah, that sounds fun. You got some spelling going on upstairs. Very nice. Not fun? No? It's... You know who's a great speller and has two thumbs? This guy. Um, but I will admit I can barely read. It's mostly the spelling ability, so... Um, this is uh, this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, and I'm Ralph. And I am Dave. And you probably noticed a minor delay. We are not in person tonight. We had a little uh, we had a little situation come up. My grandma Sievert, may she rest in peace. She has been, as my family has said, she has been prayed up to heaven. Um, so I'm in the promised land. I am in Canton, Ohio, uh, for the funeral tomorrow. The, my my dad and I, Ralph Jr. and Ralph the Third, made the trip today. Um, it was the longest I've ever worn a mask all in a row without taking it off. And let me tell you something, not for me. <laughs> um, but, uh, I am in my, I am in my grandpa's basement and, uh, here to record some fantasy goodness for all of you with my good friend, Dave. Yeah, it's, uh, we got some fantasy football to invade your ear holes <laughs> Um, this pretty much is the slowest time in fantasy football, um, ramping up to the Super Bowl, which is happening Sunday. Um, there's really not a lot going on. So this is probably going to be one of our shortest podcasts to date. Yeah. And we're intentionally going to make it short. My, my dad and my grandpa are upstairs, um, chewing the fat as they say. And so I, we're planning for an hour, you know, or so, um, we're intentionally going to make it short so I can get back to family time. But, you know, Dave, Dave said, you know, we could, we could just take the week off. I said, Hey, we haven't taken a week off yet. Why start now? Yep. Um, I did explain, uh, podcasts to my dad and grandpa. So that was fun. I, I explained how they worked and what they were. Um, my dad had a lot of questions. So you can seek out, um, people talking about any topic that you want. I said, yeah. And he said, I said, give me a topic. Any topic. I said, I said, give me a topic. And he goes, Arbor Day. <laughs> because he's a tree guy. And I looked it up and there are no Arbor Day podcasts. But the, but I looked up trees and, the, you know, he's a tree guy. He's the king of the forest in Minneapolis. And there are a lot of tree-related podcasts. Um, and then my, my grandpa said, so you just you just talk? about football i said yeah you and this one guy just sit and talk about football i said yeah that's pretty much it and he said people listen to that and i said well not a lot of people but some <laughs> and then my and then my dad said can you make money doing that and then i laughed and i laughed 
Um, I will. I will show Someday. you. I will show you one more. Hey, Dave. And I, actually, I. I I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I was gonna say there's a miss a missed opportunity with your dad there. If you're already calling him the king of the forest, I do believe there's a podcast out there for him called the King of the Forest, and he would talk about trees. I, I that think was you guys what, should get on there. That was what I said. I said you could have a podcast called King of the Forest, and you could just talk about urban forestry as much as you want, and maybe all your tree people would listen. Hey, may, oh, I just poked myself in the eye. Oh, that was embarrassing. Um, maybe, uh, maybe he needs a uh, a producer. Maybe I could build my podcast studio and then charge him to use it. That's how I can make money doing this. <laughs> there you go. That's an idea. And who knows? Maybe he'll have more listeners than we do. Oh gosh, that would be embarrassing. Um, Dave, I think we should. I think we should skip the mystery phrase this week because we're going to be so short and sweet anyway. Let's just take a week off from that if, if yeah. you are on the same page. I did want to show you. I That's did. Okay. I did want to show you. I do have one thing that I brought in my toiletry bag on the plane today, just for this moment. Attaboy. So I just wanted to make sure you were clear that I'm not leaving you in the lurch. Cheers, buddy. Ding. Cheers, pal. Okay. It's a cute little bottle. Thank you. I, I've actually had it for a weirdly long time. You know, you used to be able, it used to be like a major life hack to put, you fill your toiletry bag when you go on a plane with little mini booze bottles, right? And that was a huge life hack. Yeah. Well, they have since made the, I can't get it open though. They have since made the announcement that you can only drink things that you purchase on the plane. So they try to tell you that you can't just bring on a little bottle of something and 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 use it. I might not be able to drink this. I can't get it open. Just tap a tap a. Don't mind me. Is there oh. is there a hammer in there somewhere just bust it off with the hammer? I have my you mask that I wore all day. Oh man. Let's go tough guy. All right. Well, this is going to be more of a project than I thought. Oh, trip down memory lane. So being in this basement brings back a lot of fun memories. So a few, so a few things. So one thing is my my grandpa does like um like flower arrangements and stuff. So one thing he has in his basement is he has the this foam this green foam brick stuff where you stick flower arrangements in it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I just. I just found a bunch of it. And my brother and I, when we were kids, we used to stick our fingers in it and just mash it all, you know, get a bunch of, uh, get a bunch of holes poked in, which is okay. not exactly good for it. Just your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> Gross, Dave. Uh, yes, just our fingers. We would also play um, dominoes down here. We'd set them all up. Oh, yeah. And we'd run them all over the place because there's a post in the middle and we would run it around the post. That was fun. And then my grandpa also has this pair of fur boots, these super like furry boots. And we used to wear them and clomp around. Hey, I got it open. We used to wear them and clomp around and pretend we're hey. Bigfoot. So a couple of, couple of fun moments. There's going to be a lot of fun family stories tomorrow at the funeral too. I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of a sentimental guy. Right. Dave. I remember when, when my grandpa passed away, um, we all, he lived on a farm. My dad grew up on the farm and, uh, 
bunch of family was there at the farmhouse and everybody got wasted and we were telling stories about grandpa and we uh my aunt got so drunk she couldn't feel her lips there oh. was a weird dent in the fridge that happened and uh we still talk about that night and it was one of my favorite memories ever just everybody getting plowed just talking about grandpa all these fun stories that i'd never heard before um so that's one of my favorite memories that i have it was uh it was a good time that's awesome i love i love family stories and family time that's why the holidays this year were so sad it's like people weren't getting together and it really bummed me out but yeah. hopefully things will get back to normal soon. Um, so, um, Dave, how about football-wise? We, we have a couple of things to talk about. Do you want to get us uh, get the ball rolling? Where are we starting tonight? Yeah, well, I have a couple random things that I just found throughout the week. So, the cover athletes from Madden 17, 18, 19, and 20 – will all be playing in the Super Bowl. Wait, wait, can I name them? Hold on. Yeah. Mahomes. Le'Veon Bell. He was 20. Antonio Brown. Le'Veon Bell wasn't? Yes. No. Antonio Brown. Mahomes. Antonio Brown was 19. Mahomes was 20. Tom Brady. Uh oh, he's eighteen. Oh, there we are. Okay, who's the other one? Gronk. Was oh, Gronk! Boy, I could have sworn Le'Veon Bell was on one. Are you sure Le'Veon Bell wasn't on one? No. Nope. So there's no Madden curse anymore. No, apparently not. Oh, I'm so excited for this Super Bowl. Mm. You know, I didn't mention it last week, Dave, but I'm one of the reasons I'm excited for this Super Bowl is that I genuinely will be happy with either team winning. I don't remember if I mentioned that on the pod yeah. or not. I'd be happy with Mahomes repeating. I'd be happy with Brady. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Boy, our delay. Our delay is really bad. It, it, it'll be. It, no, it'll be a great game. Here's another one too. Um, it says, crazy to think that one of these guys is in the middle of his prime and the other is at the end of his career. There are two tight ends. Gronk, who's 31 years old, born May 14, 1989, and Kelsey, who's 31 years old, born October 5, 1989. How crazy is that? Wow, that is nuts. That just goes to show how Gronk, just his body just gave up on him. Isn't that crazy? But it's also a and good, I have one more funny. I was just gonna say it's also a good sign about like Kelsey really should be a sell. I mean, that's get out now because his value will never be higher than it is right now. That's very true. And I heard one Gronk story from this off season is they had to make sure that he was keeping up with his conditioning, so they would have him run sprints. And he would video himself doing it. What he did is he just spent one day running sprints and he would just wear different shirts while he did it. So every time he had to send a video to them that he was running, he just did it all in one day. He's a genius. Wow. I, 
I I don't think anybody's calling Gronk a genius, but that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one. It's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Speaking of the Super Bowl, did you find some prop bets? I was still looking for that. So I heard a couple I people. In the, I, I heard a couple people talking in the airport today that if the assuming the game is tied at halftime, the Buccaneers winning is paying out twenty to one, and the Chiefs winning is paying out seventeen to one. Okay. From a game tied at halftime. Now that's a lot of that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, betting language. So I'm not sure I could explain to you what that means. But hey, that's something. That's something. Uh, here's one: if uh, Tony Romo will correctly call an offensive play because he's calling it, him and Jim Nance. That's the All Star team. So call the play before it happens. And that's, and that's, yeah. I love it. And then what word will be said first by Tony Romo? Will it either be read, penetration, blitz, A-gap, or trick play? Blitz. That's what I How think. many times will Tony Romo mention his kids or children? Over a half or under a half? How many times will Tony Romo mention Jessica Simpson? One or none? (laughs) (laughs) And what will be mentioned first? Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age of 43? Which will be mentioned first? His age. That's what I think. I'm just going to guess these whether you wanted me to or not. How many times will Belichick be said over one or under one? So either, you know. I mean, he's got to be said two once. or none. Uh, he's got to. Yeah, he'll, he has to be said twice. How can you t- how can you have Brady in a whole game, especially if I mean, because that's the whole thing is Brady's winning without Belichick. Of course, that'll happen. Yeah. And here's a really good one. Who will speak first in a Frito-Lay pregame commercial? Peyton Manning or Eli Manning? Ugh, I hope that mouth breather Eli isn't talking at all. I don't want to hear him talk. Will any scoring drive take less time than the national anthem? <laughs> Which player will be shown first during the national anthem, Mahomes or Brady? Brady. And will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Maybe I'm not having enough beverages tonight, but this these aren't as entertaining as I pictured them being. I know. Here's another one. Which one will be higher? And this is for all the stock nerds that's all the craziness happening. Which will be higher, Tom Brady passing yards or the GameStop closing stock price on February 5th? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. It's pretty yeah, fun. Well, I, can, I can tell you what it's at. 
Are you holding the line? No, I I didn't get in at it on time. Oh. Um, it is currently at only $88, so it's not looking too good. All right. Well. It was up over 400 Yikes. But I but I think those people accomplished their goal, didn't they? I mean, they they broke the they broke whatever. Yep. However, all that works. All right, so uh, Dave, there was a trade that now it can't go through officially until the Super Bowl ends. But uh, there was a uh, yes. blockbuster in real life, not fantasy. In real life, it was. And this. You know, this blockbuster trade, so what it was is the Los Angeles Rams will be getting Matt Stafford. And in return, the Lions are getting Jared Goff. They're getting two first-round picks and a third. And the third is pick. the third is this year, right? And so then it's pretty- the first of the years after that? You know, I'm not sure what all the years are. I'm pretty I don't sure, know that. I'm pretty sure the firsts the, are 2022 and 2023. Okay. Uh, but the Rams obviously think that the only thing they're missing is a quarterback, and Goff just wasn't getting it done. Um, so he's going to – and Stafford is 33, so he still has he still has some uh, some mileage left on him. So that that's going to be interesting, and I know, in a couple of my leagues, I know there there have been some trades. A, a couple of guys acquired Stafford because they thought it'd be a good play. Um, so and Stafford's cheaper too, so they they saved a little bit. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. So two former first round picks, for, two former number one picks actually got swapped. So. Do you think who do you think won the deal? Let's just start there. I think the Rams won the deal. Um, you know, they made it as far as they did with Goff. Maybe it was they they made it as far as they did despite Goff, you could even say. Um, they've you- got a, a good uh, wide receiver uh, room. They've got acres. They've got a couple tight ends. The, the defense, um, is and great. now they've got a, a quarterback that can hit everybody. Yeah, and you put it with and that defense. defense so sure. I, I think uh, I do like it for the Lions, though, because they have a bit of a younger team now, and they're going to be able to add some uh, some extra picks to help out. And maybe Goff is just a bridge quarterback, and and they use one of those picks to draft a quarterback and. You know, sit a year or two behind Goff, uh, but I think it's a, a good trade for both teams, honestly. And I have heard, uh, you know, I've heard speculation. You know, the Lions could send Goff on his way and acquire more picks just for him, because I think the first down the road was definitely the the appealing thing for their uh, rebuild. But um, yeah, Goff is just he's just a system guy. We've talked about it before, and. And uh, he was never the one winning the games for the Rams. Uh, Stafford, I would think, with the fresh scenery and a really good team around him. I mean, I mean, starting with the Rams, I think um, you know Woods and Cup and Van Jefferson 
I think this really looks appealing for them. I think Akers catching the ball out of the backfield looks great for them. Um, <clears throat> you yep. know, Stafford is never – I mean, Higby had kind of fallen off already, so the idea of the tight end was never really Stafford's thing. Um, but uh, I think it definitely makes the weapons in L.A. very intriguing. And then on the other side, you know, I heard an interesting comparison that when when Goff was doing his best work, it was thrown to Higby. And so Ty, uh, uh, Hawkinson should really be somebody that is – appealing moving forward that they've now got a quarterback who really should should be leaning on a tight end um and uh yeah it it'll be it'll be interesting to see the lions it's a it's a multi-year it's a multi-year kind of a thing so so who knows but what about dynasty value are you seeking out either of these guys or their weapons or are you seeking to trade or are you holding what uh, are there? What are your feelings on any of the pieces involved with this? I think if you are a win now team and you're a contender, you and you don't have the best quarterback, maybe try to go with Stafford <clears throat> because I think his numbers are going to be pretty good this year, uh, maybe the next couple of years. So I think if if you are a quarterback away, try to get Stafford, see what you can get for him. Definitely, yeah. <clears throat> I think I'd be trying to I, I don't think you can sell Goff I think he's got to be a hold if you've got him He's This does not help his Value The one guy I was thinking um, You know Van Jefferson Maybe the excitement there Just because he's still kind of buried um, He might be one that is a little more appealing Now because he flashed a little bit Last year I think I'd, I'm, I'm going to try to move Cup where I have him Just because I think sure. The excitement of the excitement of Stafford coming in, I think, will just kind of invigorate all of the pieces for the Rams. And and I don't know, I think overall that offense will really be good with Stafford, but I don't know which pieces he's going to like the best or where they're going to focus. Um, so I'd rather not have to pick. So on, in the very few places I have Cup, and Woods, I think I'd really like to turn them over for some some pieces. So, yeah, and I think with Goff, he definitely would be a hold. You know, maybe if he blows up in his first couple games of the year, um, then see about trading him. But I think I heard that Galladay is actually a free agent, so Galladay might not even be there. So, you know, he's going to have Hawkinson to throw to. He's going to have Cephas to throw to. They may have to draft uh, a young pass catcher. Yeah, you would you would think that they would. Um, you would think that they would. You know, they already have Swift. That's one thing about how they're building their team. I mean, we've talked about we've talked about how the Dolphins kind of waited on running back, and so they're building everything else, and that'll be the last piece to kind of work in there. <clears throat> and you know, Swift is what twenty one. You know, if it takes them four years for a rebuild, now all of a sudden he's getting to the end of that rookie contract, and it's a little, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I, I kind of wish that he wasn't going to waste away on a bad team um, during a rebuild, but he could still be productive. Maybe he'll just be the only productive offensive piece. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, but yeah, it's either way, it's going to be exciting. And I know that there's, 
still talk of other quarterbacks who may be on the move. We can talk about that really quickly. I know Deshaun Watson is now saying that if he doesn't get traded, he's going to sit out this year. So he's being a big baby. Um, there's also been talk that the Niners have offered a trade to the Vikings for Kirk Cousins. I don't know if you've heard this. Oh. They're offering Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo and a second and a fourth for Kirk. Ugh. I don't know what side of that I hate the most. That's just all disgusting. Although yeah. I have Jimmy Gra- Jimmy Garoppolo in a few places. If he gets the starting job for the Vikings, at least he has a job somewhere because I'm not going to be able to trade him to anybody. So I may as well be able yep. to get a little bit of use out of him. <clears throat> and the Vikings would get out from Kirk Cousins' contract as well. So that would be uh, that would open up some spending money for them to bring in somebody. And I, I saw somewhere um, where if Deshaun Watson came to the Vikings and with Juju being a free agent, if you have Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook... Irv Smith, JJ, Thielen, and Juju on the same team. Super Bowl homeboy. Come on. You are living in a fantasy world, my friend, pun intended. They would have a JJ and a Juju. They'd be unstoppable. Voodoo Mama Juju. Um, I love it. That's, uh, wow. That's, that is something. Okay. We'll see what happens. Right. There's still a lot of NFL pieces that are that are uh, <clears throat> that need to fall. So we definitely have some um, we have some exciting months ahead, my friend. That we do. Um, anything else real NFL related? Uh, because I have some trade some trade negotiations conversations. I got a a new buddy to throw a shout out to because we had a very smooth negotiation. Ooh. I also had one that was frustrating until the end of my days. It happens. Yep. Yeah, I got I got nothing else, so I, I, let me hear the trade talks. Bring it on. All right. <clears throat> Shout out. I I don't know if I don't know if he's a I don't know if he's going to be a new listener or not. I'm I just assume everyone we interact with is going to start listening to us. But we got half bakered twelve, half bakered. Get it? Like half baked, okay. only with baker. Yeah. Okay. Get so. It. He, uh, I believe he took over an orphan in the Carol Baskin League. I don't think we talked about this, did we? This was, no, this was only five days ago. No, I'm not in that one. Nope, this was only five days ago. I think I mentioned something else from the Carol Baskin uh, Tiger League. It must have been a bad offer, I think. Anyway, so this half-baker comes to me. I think he took over an orphan, if I remember correctly. He says, hey, man, are you interested in MT? That's Michael Thomas for you laymans out there. And I said, which league? Because I have no idea what league he's talking about. He says, Carol Baskins. I said, let me look at my team. So I said, I generally am, but I have a feeling I wouldn't pay what you want. And he he also sent me an offer. It had Wentz that I'd be getting with Thomas. And then he was trying to send me, um, or no, he wanted me to send Goddard. There were some other pieces too, but 
I mean, you know how that would work. I don't like Wentz. I do like Goddard. So I said, I hate Wentz. I love Goddard. That's why I declined just now. I said, I've tried selling Thomas, but no one is paying for him. So I'm hoping he'll be back to great next year. And I'll be lucky no one did, smiley face. And he says, I got you. I like the idea of having the Ertz Goddard stack, trying to rebuild a bit. Nice to move him, even though I agree that he's still going to be great next year. Does MT for Tua and Dylan do anything for you? This is a super flex. I have Mahomes, Tua, okay. and very little after that. Maybe Garoppolo. I can't remember. Um, I can I can read the team in a bit. So he says, uh, you know, just get get Wentz and Goddard out of it. And I said, well, I don't hate it, but man, it's hard to give up a young stud quarterback. What first do you have? And I'm, you know, I'm I generally speaking, like I kind of would have jumped on that, but I'm thinking, let's get a little more going here, you know? And ultimately in every league I want firsts. I want first because you know how I get that rookie fever, Dave. Right. So I said, uh, it's so, true. So he says, yeah, I understand that. He's got a weird situation, though. I have one three, but I can't give that up. Do you like McKissick? Well, spoiler alert, no, I don't like McKissick, but that's fine. I said, I do not, LOL. Nobody likes McKissick. So I said, I do not. Here's what I was thinking, dot, dot, dot. What if I gave you several desirable pieces and you added the one three? So, for example, Thomas and one three for Tua Dylan, Debo, and Judy. Because Debo, I'm I've I've kind of soured on, and I've never been very big on Judy, which you know, but not everyone does. And yep. he's still a very promising young piece. And he says, I like that. I think it works out good for both of us too. Can you throw me Irv Smith as a cherry on top? We gotta deal with that. <laughs> and I said, Oh, you're killing me one second. And I look. And he says, yeah, I got to make it tough. I'll throw in a fourth, too, if that helps. And then I looked. I don't have Irv. I have Ito and Janu. <laughs> he didn't. He, he saw Smith, and I think he assumed it was Irv Smith. He saw an I Smith, and then he saw a Smith at tight end, and he combined them into, oh. into Irv Smith. And he said, oh, shoot, I thought Janu You'll was. You'll give him Janu, though. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'd prefer not to, but yeah. He says, I thought Janu was Irv. I'll still take Janu, and we've got a deal, though. And then I said, I'll ponder it, but I think Janu is more than a throw-in. I think you'd agree Janu's more than a throw-in, right? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm higher on Janu than others. And he says, I got you. He's definitely a good piece. Could we do McFarland instead? Either way, I think we could get something done here. And I said, McFarland, and you add a, you add 4-3? And he goes, that works for me. And I said, nice negotiation. It works for both of us. Boom. And then I said, good, I'll talk about this delightful negotiation on the podcast. And he goes, what's it called? I said, trips right with Ralph and Dave. Um, so the team, now he also, so now he wants Harrison Bryant. And he said, how about Kiki Kuti? So that's not going to work. We're going to have to talk a little more. But, you know, Harrison Bryant's not unattainable. So here yep. is my team now since my new friend Half Bakered 12 and I made a deal. Let me know what you think of this team. Actually, I already know what you're going to say. I do like that team name now that I think about it more. Half Bakered. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it's it one good. of my favorite yeah. movies is Half Baked, so I automatically go right to that. So yeah, that's great. There it is. All right. So this is the team where I just acquired Michael Thomas and 1-3. 
So my team is Patrick Mahomes, Jeff Wilson Jr., Ido Smith. You can already see where the main weak spot is here, but obviously that's how I roll. All right, three three wide receiver. Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Dallas Goddard, Robbie Anderson, Logan Thomas, and Janu. And then on the bench, I've got Garoppolo, Winston, um, Garoppolo, Winston, Finley, and then other pieces. I've got Edelman. I've got O.J. Howard, some less desirable guys. But now I have one, three, and two, one. So my gut feeling is if after Trevor Lawrence, well, obviously one, three, I would hope Trevor Lawrence would fall to me. I'm not assuming that would happen in any league, though. So if a quarterback that I like, Justin Fields primarily would be the one that I would hope for, if he falls to me at one, three, I think I'd definitely go there. I think um, based on team need, you know, it's not a bad team. I don't know if it's going to compete right away, but if I was to get Najee Harris on that team and then a good young wide receiver at 2-1, I mean, I certainly think it who might have your, a chance. Who are your quarterbacks again? Mahomes and then Garoppolo Winston, basically. So, okay. So it's Mahomes carrying it. And remember, I had Tua and traded Tua in this deal. Okay. Which was mainly to get one three. You're not a big Robbie Anderson fan, so I'm not wide receiver in there. Yeah, I'm not, but he has no trade value. You know, even though he had a great year. I mean, could I even get a third for Robbie Anderson? I don't know. I'd trade him if somebody would give me a second, but I doubt that I would get that. Some of the trade responses have been a little weak sauce lately. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to get trades going right now because it's still technically in season and, um, you know, people want to wait until the draft happens. And sometimes it's tough to pry those picks away from people. Yeah. Even though we really want to get them, it's they want to hang on to them and see who gets drafted where. All right. So here was a negotiation. So here was a negotiation. I'm not going to read the entire thing, but this is Blitz League, and I've I've talked about this league before. This is one quarterback. This was the first orphan that I ever took over, and this is the one where I can't really get my feet up under me. Like I'm just, I can't get people to trade me first, and I have all these seconds, but then my team is like, you know, it's like meh. So. I had a guy post that he wanted – he was interested in tight ends. And I said, well, all of my tight ends – I had a million of them. All my tight ends except for Goddard are available. So I have Hunter Henry, Komet, some other of the younger, yeah. maybe less whatever guys. So he said, well, what's it going to cost to get Henry? And I said, well, I I mean, I, I'm pretty open. I decided to go after Higgins – and I thought I, I tried to I tried to piece together Henry and Corey Davis to try to get Higgins. Well, obviously that's not working. I put in Henry with Michael Pittman Jr. I figure Pittman is a similar age, similar. He didn't he didn't flash the way Higgins did, but you know he's got good potential. He's got the good kind of pedigree sure. coming in. So this guy really raked me over the coals like hard. Um, he wanted Henry, Komet, and Pittman for Higgins. 
And that is a lot of capital, you know, and I just kind of felt like, boy, with Pittman, I feel like it should be closer than it was with Corey Davis, obviously. And I was trying to get him to add a third, and he wasn't too sure about it. And every time I'd add something, he'd add something on his side. Um, I tried to add, he'd mentioned some other players. I tried to get McCole Hardman as an add-in for that, for all the pieces I was giving. He, he turned that down. I tried to get Gabriel Davis added in uh, for on, on his side. He turned that down. He was being stingy, hard stingy. I tried to get a 2022 second. I'm figuring that's a year out. He wasn't having that. Um, he was being very positive with his words, but he kept shooting me down and kept countering. And it was a long conversation. Ultimately, he says, this is the best I can do. And I didn't like it, but I'm thinking, all right, I know Higgins. I know Higgins is the best piece here. I'm confident on Higgins. I still have tight ends. I know my ability to find tight ends, especially with all my second-round picks. I know I'll find a tight end I like in this draft because you know me. So finally, the deal we ended up coming to was I gave him Hunter Henry, Cole Komet, Michael Pittman, and my 2021 fourth, and I got back T. Higgins, Colin Johnson, and his 2021 third. And it's an early early third. I think it's 3-2. Um, so it's like a full round of fourth for third, basically. So it's kind of a scary deal because I gave up a lot, but he was not budging. And I thought, you know what? He's giving me more of a window to get T Higgins than anybody else ever has. So I'm going to go for it. All right. So here's this team as it looks now. Mahomes, Damian Harris, Sony Michelle. T. Higgins, Michael Thomas, Dallas Goddard, Corey Davis, Darius Slayton, Tyler Bass, and the Cardinals. Notable on the bench. I mean, I've got a lot of running backs like DJ Dallas, LaMichael P. Ryan, Singletary. I might, running backs are trash, as they tend to be. Um, yep. But I'll find some deeper guys, I think, in that second round. Uh, and then Troutman, Harrison, Brian, Alberto. Oh, and Preston Williams sitting there. But in the second right. round, but in the second round, I have two, 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 three, two, eight, two, eleven, and then three, two, and three, three. So nice. in a de- in a deep draft, you know, I couldn't get first from these guys in this league. So a while ago, I just decided to get as many seconds as I could, and I don't remember the trades I made there. So why not? There were some tough ones. Um. I also had a trade I made this morning, which was another tough negotiation, but Kurt texted me as soon as it happened and I felt better. This was the league that uh, Kurt's the makeshift commissioner for, and I won the championship. This is the one where I traded for David Montgomery, and he basically pushed me over the finish line at the end. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to cash out on him because I don't want him moving forward. He was basically a -a rent-a-player. So I'm having this negotiation with this guy, Thanos of Fantasy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he has my my first, which is 112. And I was trying to do 112 for Montgomery. So then uh-huh. he wanted to add Troutman and make it 112 for Montgomery and Troutman. 
and I try, I was trying to get, I was like, all right, throw in 3-8. No, I'm not doing that. All right, throw in 3-11. No, I'm not adding in any more picks because I'm going to find the next James Robinson. That's what he said to me. Um, which, you know, more power to you. That's, that's fine. Um, and then uh, finally he goes, all right, well, somebody other than Troutman, how about Colin Johnson? Well, I'm picturing Colin Johnson, who's 6'6", and is going to be catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. And so I just have a hard time giving him up. I'm like, meh, tight ends are my jam. I draft a lot for a reason. Everybody's needy there. And I don't know what Troutman's going to do once Breeze is gone. So I finally accepted it. So then Kurt texts me. I'm in the airport this morning as I make this deal. And Kurt texted me and said, okay, I got to find it. Oh, there it is. He says, nice. Can't believe someone paid a first for Montgomery and Troutman, though I'm also holding on for anything less. But I love that move for you. Acquire Monty and ride him to the championship, then cash back out to get your first back. Brilliant. Kurt's good at tooting my horn. Not so, bad. That's so pretty the, good. Yeah, so those are some trade conversations. I also went after Michael Th- or I also offered Michael Thomas for a handful of things, and the counter was Michael Thomas for two five. And I messaged the guy and I said, Are you serious with this? And he goes, What? Uh, no. No, no, you're not no. serious. No, you're not serious. Oh, I've actually got a funny one from Kurt as long as I'm on his text string here. He sends me a screenshot. He says, does your dislike of Amari Cooper go this far? Somebody offered Amar- Somebody offered him Le'Veon Bell and Kenyon Drake for Amari Cooper. And I said, nope, my hate of Amari Cooper does not go that far. I would not accept that at no. all. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you haven't had any tra- trade talks to go through, huh? I haven't really Come gone on, that far yet. Oh. I got, there's uh, my four MFL orphans. Um, I'm just starting to dig into those. Um, and then I think it, no, it wasn't Corona. It was a league you're not in. It was a league that I won last year. Uh, the guy wants picks, and I am hurting at running back. Uh, so I was trying to work something out with him with Sanders, okay? Because he just he just took over the the team, and he blasts all the players that he's open to trading, and then you know he does the standard. Well, just shoot me an offer, and Come I on, said, man. no. How about we just how about we just hash it over? in chat instead of I send you an offer you decline my offer you don't give me a counter I I hate when that happens I would rather hash out the deal in the chat and then present it once we agree because I've had trades where I never talk to the person and it's just back and forth negotiating or it's back and forth offers Yeah, and their offer is always way off from my offer so I'm like let's just Let's just uh, discuss it here. So in this league, I have the 112, I have 27, and I have 212. Okay. And I'm also hurting at uh, tight end as well. And he had offered up Waller. 
And uh, so I said I, I, I could see myself going after Sanders and Waller. A.J. Brown, he, he also put up, but that would be a bit too spendy. And uh, so I said, um, I'm guessing my 112, 27, and 212 wouldn't get Sanders and Waller, would it? He says, no, I would need a little bit more. I said, that's fair. What if I threw in Cortland Sutton and added to that? And he's, I haven't heard back from him yet. So that's that's the one negotiation I have ongoing. That's pretty much it. Um, let me ask you what you think about this trade. So this is, I don't think you're in this league. This is Superflex 2 tight end premium. I think this is one where I'm pretty sure. Is that, that the name of the league? Yeah, Superflex 2 tight end premium. Yeah. It's a it's a cousin it's a cousin Eddie league, and I think it was a, an orphan I took over in here. Um, okay. But this was this was an interesting trade. So here's the two sides of the trade. Kamara and a 2022 second or Justin Jefferson and the 1-9 this year. Ooh. I don't think it's a hard decision. Yeah, go JJ and the 1-9. I mean, yeah, the young the young wide receiver that looks like the truth and then 1-9 in a freaking ridiculous draft. Man, if I could get that for Kamara, I would I'd trade Kamara a million times for that. I want to know wh- where are all the where are all the tight or where are all the running back believers when I'm trying to trade a guy that's like Kamara. Goodness gracious, that's that's crazy. And then Brett B actually made a trade in the <laughs> Brett B. made a trade in the same league. Let me know what you think about this one. Tyler Lockett, Preston Williams, Curtis Samuel, Eno Benjamin. I don't think that's particularly tough either. You got Lockett and... Lockett and Preston Williams on one side, Curtis Samuel and Eno Benjamin on the other. That's not even close. Yeah, the Lockett Williams side is way more valuable. Yes, it, it must be that it must. Yeah, Lockett. This guy Lockett must, and Williams are the best players in that right. in that trade. So this guy must must be a total Samuel Homer, and he must be desperate at running back and think that Eno Benjamin is going to get that job because there's going to be no more running backs left when they I don't know trade Drake or whatever. But that was our friend Brett. Wow. That was our friend Brett B. who made that deal and acquired Lockett and Preston Williams. That's a steal, sir. Nicely done, Brett B. I know. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. We should give out. We should give out gold stars. Should we? Or no? That would be that would be pod cred. He gets some pod cred for that one. Um, and I have an offer that I, that is out right now. I've got a guy. Oh, it's shaking. Wait, shaking. Shake and Baker. Oh, half. This is why I was confused. I've been negotiating with a guy <laughs> named Half Baker, and then this guy is Shake and Baker. So in my nice. mind, I keep looking at him, thinking, "Boy, I'm talking to this guy a lot." It's two different guys. Holy mackerel! Okay. Well, That's any- great. Well, anyway, this the Shake and Baker also has been kind of a delight to negotiate with. He wants Lavisca Chenault, and he straight up told me that he loves LaVisca Chenault and that he is like 
absolutely obsessed. He thinks he's going to be the best thing ever. Here, hold on a minute. This will be, we're at 47. Maybe I tell this last story, and then if you have anything else, that's fine. But we can kind of wrap it up here. Um, hold on, i got to find the right Baker uh, thing here. Okay. So he's telling me about, okay, this is what he says, because we try to negotiate a little bit. So he was he's looking at my team, and he's seeing how bad I am at running back. And so what he wanted to do was he wanted to send me Kenyon Drake and Melvin Gordon for LaVisca yeah. Chenault and a pick. But I don't really want Drake and Gordon. Those aren't guys I'm trying to acquire. And so that's kind of what I said. And I, I just said, like, there are very few running backs I would trade for, to be honest. Um, I said, if, if you love Chenault so much that we're talking Chenault and 3-5 for those two guys, I'd do that. But I don't think that's what he's talking about. He wants a higher pick. Yeah. So... I said, I said, I'll think about it. You know, I, you know, very well, Chenault with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence has huge upsides. So he says to my own detriment, let me be very honest. I love Visca. I see his upside, but I also see your team need. Excuse me if I sound too bold. I don't mean anything by this, but you are a solid running back crew away from a legitimate run. I'm not, I am building for a future. This guy could be a huge part of that future. I want him. (laughs) because I believe I could build around him. If you want to hold him, I totally understand. He very well could break out, but Gordon is under contract that that is space-constraining, so he is going to get work. The same goes with Drake. Do I believe either of them individually without produce Visca in the long run? No. Do I think they will be more productive in the short term? Yes, it just depends on where you are. I said I love the candor. Thank you. Um... He makes valid points, too. Yeah, he does. And I just, you know, I just explained kind of how I look at running back and that I'd rather build around other positions. And then even if I'm bad for another year, I get a high pick and whatever. But um, but the trade that I currently have out to him that he hasn't responded yet, um, I put out LaVisca and Jalen Hurts because he has Wentz and isn't super solidified at, at quarterback. LaVisca sure. and Wentz for, oh, shoot, hold on, for, where is it, where is it, doobity-dip-bip-ba-doo, found it, oh my gosh, okay, oh my gosh, oh, nope, he already rejected it and sent me something else, okay, well, the trade that... The trade that I sent him was Chenault and Hertz for Mims and 111. Okay. Which I wouldn't have tried except that he loves LaVisca so much. So here's this counter that he literally sent me one minute ago. You ready for this? I'm ready. Gallup, Mims, and 210. Chenault, Hertz, and 4-5. I like that's just not that doesn't I mean you dropped a full round on the pick like I wanted a late first and I don't want Gallup at all like take Gallup out like I'll I'll throw in even a higher pick than that you give me that first I'll throw you a second but no that's not gonna work so I'll have to I'll have to reach out to him after the potty pod yeah he's going in the wrong direction he's going in the wrong direction and then earlier um 
Oh, I guess that was it. Well, it was when I was negotiating with him that do you, was sometimes it says trade completed, and I go, "Oh my gosh, was that mine?" Because there was one waiting in the you know waiting in the ether. <laughs> nope, it was the Kamara Jefferson trade. Oh. And then there was another league where I had that today, where it said trade completed. I'm like, "Oh, is it mine?" It was Justice Hill for a third. <clears throat> what? Like, why even do that on either side? That's so weird. But yeah. what do I know? All right, buddy. So that's that's what I got. What do you think? A lot more than I got. <laughs> well, we, we said it was going to be short and sweet tonight because yep. I'm in Canton, Ohio, the home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame and ready to funer- funeral it up tomorrow. And um, so it's short and sweet, and that's how it's going to be tonight. So you got anything else before we wrap this bad boy up? I got uh, nothing. No. All right, everybody. Well, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, Dave, it's nice to see your little face there in your dungeon. (laughs) All right, everybody. This has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. Me llamo David. And uh, today I genuinely can say that we will try better next time. Yeah, we definitely will try better next time. But I blame sure. the, I blame the I blame the little bit of a delay. It's kind of hard to get in a good flow. So we'll yeah, yeah. we'll be back we'll, in person we'll next back, week. Back. Get out, back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.